start today's show with a fun intro but unfortunately a crime has been committed in in our in our apartment uh, in what is now basically our world uh-huh what happened there's been a crime i have had to call in some outside help some outside uh what's the word i'm looking for someone who like consults a mediator sure so not really but some, an outside consultant uh-huh um to take on the challenge I'm really nervous about what's happening now. I didn't know it was going to be about crimes in our home. You're being so shifty. Because somebody has been committing a crime and they've been leaving their toothbrush in the shower caddy pretty frequently. And I ha- I myself haven't been able to figure out who the culprit is. So I have had to call in my new detective friend <laughs> and our newest addition to the show, uh-huh. Detective Lick Frogster. But boing, 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 who's that coming down the street? It's Detective Lick Frogster. Who's the fly eater that can't be beat? It's Detective Lick Frogster. Oh, he's a tetrapod. And he's here. Here, uh, let's, He's here. I can see him. Pull him up, get him a chair. Get, oh, him a, get him a chair. Let me pull his chair over. All right. How are you doing today, Detective Frogster? You doing good. Okay, good. I, I got him a chair. How are... Before we get into the case, how are how how's the family? You got any kids? Oh yeah? How many how many kids you got? Five hundred. Five hundred chi- children, yeah. For a frog. Wow. Um yeah, what are their names? All five hundred of them? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a fun one. So do you have any leads on the on the the tale of, of the toothbrush troublemaker? Wait, what's going on? Okay. Okay, so no leads yet. Have you done fingerprints? No. Have you done uh have you done any sort of your know, footprint analysis? Are there any bare feet prints in the bathroom that No. Okay, no. Okay, well I trust it, your rate is I what I would call on the north side of competitive. So I just hope that you start making some... Okay, don't challenge your rates. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean... I, I Okay, you don't have to call me that. I really Tenuous didn't mean to offend really- Detective Lick Frogster. I really... Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, before he goes, do you have any questions for Detective Frogster? You two have a very tenuous relationship. We've just met. Oh, okay. I did find him off Craigslist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, It sounds like he didn't help you very much. It just well, sounds the like case you're, just you're, started. you're never going to be able to figure that one out. That sounds really sad for you. Maybe you, you ha- should give up now. Do you have any questions for Detective Frogster before we, <sighs> we meet him next time? Detective Frogster, which one of your children is your favorite? Okay, I'll, I'll translate. Uh, Detective Frogster, which one of your children is your favorite? Oh, wow. Uh, he said he doesn't have any favorites. Okay, okay. So we all yeah. know. So basically, we know what we know now is Lick Frogster's a liar. So maybe we oh. should get on with our reviews show. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Detective Frogster, I do apologize. I don't know if you under you can understand what Jess is saying, but you can't. Okay. Yeah, me neither half the time. Okay. Uh, why don't you go ahead and hit the, hit the bricks, get on that case, and we'll check in with you next time, okay? All right. But um bum bum who's that going down the street? It's Detective Lick Frogster. Ow. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm a cold-blooded killer. That's interesting. On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wiliest, rip it and grip it. <laughs> On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wiliest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring those reviews and we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to your everyday. To your everyday. To your everyday. It doesn't quite have the punch. And you know the what? One. Listen. Yeah. Bad things are bad. Mm. Who knows what's happening? What does have punch anymore? What? I have no idea. But probably, I- probably a Chuck E. Cheese on tap. Probably. 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 I am going first this week. So, do you want to tell our lovely listeners what they'll be hearing a little bit later? I guess the Chuck E. Cheeses are all closed, though, huh? Yeah, so I don't think you can like go there and get it. They're just doing pizza delivery. Yeah. You can get it. You can probably get. You can probably get a little fruit punch delivered from Pasquale's Hawaiian. That's the one. Hawaiian yeah. punch with the weird guy on it. Is that one even still real? I'm doing a new segment. I think. I think it's real. I think it's real. I don't know. I'm doing a new segment. Oh yeah, and like actually a new one, not a bullshitty new season, new one, but like oh, an okay. actual real okay. one. Because it's a new season, and it's time to bring some new bits. Let's do it. I'm excited for a new bit. New sharpened fucking drill bits to get in and I'll introduce it later. So let's let's dig in. Let's dig in. So uh new listen new new season listeners might not know this, but the this this podcast just oh my gosh has such a, a well educated host ship. You have this whole master of arts degree that you yeah. got in creative writing, which makes you a, a particular expert yeah. when we go to the place that we are headed to next. It's a dank, dark Dark place. Oh, so we're going to your sock drawer? No, no, no. that's not dank. No, those are it's th- that's dry. You but keep disorganized. it nice and dry. Okay, dry but okay. disorganized. This okay. is this is damp and defensive. Okay, I. We're going to the belligerent bibliophobes. My senses must have deceived me. Book nook. The belligerent bibliophobes book nook. For new listeners, the belligerent bibliophobes book nook is where we look at classic literature and we see what shitheads have to say about it. Pretty much. Maybe that was a little harsh. We have to see... we, And we go to see what people who have a variety of opinions have to say on Amazon.com, the place you go to review books. I'm probably going to edit this half, and I will go with the first one. <laughs> so, listener Brittany emailed us uh-huh. oh, about yeah. listener Brittany's favorite book, Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale. I am also a, a deep fan of this book. I yeah. read it in high school. It stuck with me, obviously. Um, I uh, never watched the show because it's easier for me to read bleak literature than yeah. watch bleak television. Yeah. Um, so I never got into the show, but I love the book. Yeah. I'd probably still call it one of my favorites if I like remembered, you know? Yeah. I have a hard time pulling pulling favorites sometimes, there, but there are parts of that book that stick with me to this day. There's part like I've forgotten a lot of it, but there's parts of the book, particularly mundane parts of that book, that really still resonate with me. Um, 
And just like as we're going into it, being a lover of this book, having mm. received the email from a lover of this book, and you having said that it might be one of your favorites if you remembered it at all, um, I'm gonna, I'm just going to re- refresh all of our memories with m- one of my favorite parts of the whole book. I think that's smart. Let's so, do it. Especially, this will be a nice slice of good stuff before we get to what I imagine is a hotbed of hatred. Yes. The first egg is white. I move the egg cup a little so it's now in the watery sunlight that comes through the window and falls, brightening, waning, brightening again on the tray. The shell of the egg is smooth but also grain. Small pebbles of calcium are defined by the sunlight, like craters on the moon, its barren landscape, yet perfect. It's the sort of desert the saints went into so their minds would not be distracted by perfusion. I think that this is what God must look like, an egg. The life of the moon may not be on the surface, but inside the egg is glowing now as if... It had an energy of its own. To look at the egg gives me intense pleasure. The sun goes and the egg fades. Fuck yeah. Get it, Atwood. Uh, right? I, Fucking get it. Nail I, it. Nail it to the wall and m- kill it, Atwood. Fuck m- me. Margaret Atwood probably talks about that egg for like three pages. And I devoured it. Oh. It, uh, old season listeners might remember my own soliloquy to, to, to eggs, but I love eggs. Um. Come so at me with a lit candle, Atwood. I'm into it. <laughs> right? Um, Pour so it on my body. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, huh? Let's get into it. Let's get into it with MD Touch. Okay. One star on Amazon. Couldn't force myself to finish this depressing tale. Okay. Well, I mean, it is depressing. It, I mean, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I realize that I am late coming to the handmade party. It has been my intention to read it for some <laughs> long time. But for some reason that I don't fully understand, I was intimidated by the gravity of the book. I really wanted to be impressed, but Atwood's view of a dark dystopian society left me depressed, confused, and ultimately bored. I confess, I couldn't finish the book. I couldn't force myself to endure one more... I couldn't force myself to endure more than 115 pages peppered with complete and unnecessary gibberish. If I have an egg, what more could I want? There are tons of this fluff. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to edit it a little bit for clarity. There's two more paragraphs of pretty much the same. I couldn't go any further. My mind kept drifting to all the really entertaining stories out there waiting to be read and enjoyed. Why was I wasting precious time reading tripe? Oh man, well what are some of the stories we could recommend? Um like Clifford? Maybe Clifford? Clifford one through five. After five, they really start to lose the plot. They really start to lose the plot but after that. Um, maybe Clifford one through five is pretty seminal. Gary Larson's Far Side comics. Yeah, maybe. I don't know anything about those, but sure. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, the Boxcar Kids mm. is the one where they talk a lot about milk and bread. Maybe that's yeah. better for you than eggs. Maybe that's better for you, you and like Christopher the, than. Bread and milk is yeah. yeah a little bit more digestible. I was thinking, I was getting a little lost in thought. Can you imagine you go to a costume party, you get like an evite to a costume party, and you show up in like your best fucking hot dog costume? Yeah. And it turns out it's a Handmaid's Tale themed costume party. <laughs> what? How fucked would you be, huh? I, I you'd be pretty fucked. <laughs> you'd be pretty fucked. You'd be pretty fucked. Um. <laughs> Sybil has a one-star review. Hope the series is good. The book stinks. This book is not very well written, and it's boring. Okay. Other than the woman being treated as breeding cows for entitled men in this futuristic novel, I didn't get the message. Interesting. (laughs) 
Other other than that part where Christ dies to redeem me from my sins, I really didn't get the point. <laughs> There's a whole thing about like a, a sea that gets like split, and I don't I didn't get that. I really didn't understand the point. I like I get there's like a whole there's a whole like ring in the fire to stop evil thing, but I really didn't get the point. I just yeah. I just really didn't get the point. Um I I lean similarly, similarly, similarly has a one-star review. Very poorly written, dumb. Perhaps the TV show is better. I'll never watch it. <laughs> I'll never tell. I'll never tell. Wink wink. <laughs> Thank you, Eileen. You know what? Amy didn't enjoy it very much. Either one star sexual, disgusting waste of money, (laughs) graphic, sexual, disgusting. Mm. Do not waste your time reading this written pornography. Oh, okay. My son was supposed to read it for his college class. I (laughs) took... I took a peruse through it and explained what I found to him, and he went to the professor and asked for another option. Oh, my fucking God. What? Thankfully, he was given another book choice. No one should no, have to read this. fucking words. Garbage. Class. Literature? I think not. Somebody tie that teacher <laughs> to a fucking train line. What the fuck? You folded like a card table? Fuck me. Come on. I'm sorry. This book has sex in it. No, your answer is fuck you. Read the book. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know this class is mandatory. <laughs> this I'm, this book has sex in it. This one has sex in it. If you've got a fucking problem, go to rate my professor and tell them all about it. Because I, I truly do not give a fuck. I truly, truly could not begin to care. <laughs> um. <laughs> is there any... It's been a long time since I've read it. And I, I do remember all the like... I mean, for one thing, the sex scenes are supposed to be not good. They're not good. It's not... It's I don't not... remember if like later in the book there are like good sex scenes. There is like... She has a romantic partner later in the book. Yeah, I couldn't remember like where we go with that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's all, it's still all described in a very Atwood way. So it's a lot of like, I mean, Margaret Atwood. Yeah, yeah, her sex scenes aren't what I would describe as like hot. Yeah. You know, isn't the word that I would like use for them. Yeah. Steamy isn't, you know, that's not really precise. You know what? Atwood is extremely precise. Which works really well for all the horrible missionary at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the like weird person on top of person missionary with like the blanket that happens with a blanket and some stuff. Um, so so let's check in with Lindsay. I just have two more reviews. We're gonna check in with Lindsay real quick. Lindsay has a one star, a big meh for me. And Lindsay, one star is meh. Huh? Okay. One star is meh. Um, Lindsay did put a big spoilers bar at the top. So if we haven't spoiled it already, I mean, I guess close your ears. I'm going to spoil the book for you. The surprising part, despite its lack of quotation marks and zero structure, I read this quite fast. I'm incredibly surprised this was written by a woman. 
Oh, do go on, <laughs> Lindsay. I get she wanted to make this a creepy tale of what if and get all gritty and scary with this patriarchy having taken over. But why write this and go through this entire thing and not have the women rise up? Why not show the resistance? Why not have them at least hint at the end that there was hope of them gaining freedom again? Why write this at all without an ending? Anyone who has read any of my other reviews or knows me at all knows that I hate more than anything in any work of literature is no ending. To leave an open-ended book is to say you want the reader to do your work for you. It's a cop-out to me. Why invest so much, build this whole story up, and then not finish it? Drives me insane. I'm also... Also, I'm sorry, but the quickness in which the terrorist attack and the new reign took over is a bit hard to swallow. Seems the author enjoyed trying to write the most cruel and unusual scenes in order to shock and terrify the reader instead of focusing more on the true story at hand. Just a big meh for me. What does that part even mean? We don't need to talk about it. I have no idea. That doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. You know what I love? I was recently trying to help a friend of mine write uh, grad school ex- essays. Yeah. And there's nothing I love more than taking like seven sentences that mean fuck all and putting them in one sentence. <laughs> it's like the most beautiful thing to do. Um, We're going to wrap up with Christopher. Oh my God. Yeah. But I mean, some quick recommendations for this reader, for this, for the, yeah, for this reader. Uh, Terminator. Sam, I am really good conflict resolution. Really Sam clear ending. Um, um, I just keep coming back to Terminator. I mean, if you want like sci-fi, you know, if you want sci-fi or the really clear-cut ending that leaves no ambiguity, it's like a a big resistance movement thing. Maybe, yeah. um, Uh, There's that one movie, what where they suck up the people in the spaceship skyline. You could probably do that one, but that has an ambiguous ending. Turns out a lot of fiction has ambiguous endings because they're fun and cool. Yeah, except for, but you're not so. You're not in the fun and cool club. <laughs> no, nobody sends you your fun and cool, you, you cool know what? membership. So yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Pass, Can- so. Cancel. Let's back up. Uh, recommendations. Clifford. Cl- I, I'm t- Sam, I am really yeah. good. That is building arc, con- yeah. conflict, keep- confrontation and resolution into solution. Like, you Party know, boys. Again, you know what? Maybe Nancy Drew always solves yeah. the mystery in that one. Yeah. Christopher is our last reviewer. Okay. This book stinks. No, really, it does. I received the hardback version of this book, which I anticipate will be marvelous, uh-huh. but I had to return it uh-huh. unread because it has such a strong odor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it is the ink or glue, but the perfume slash chemical smell uh-huh. was too strong for me to even consider opening the book. I reorder. I will reorder as a Kindle book so I can actually read it. <laughs> and what I like about Christopher's review, Christopher's review, is that this book did not turn Christopher off the handmaid's tale but did turn christopher off paper books off off reading in the classic sense <laughs> um which yeah i mean amazon maybe that's amazon's big play that's what oh. you do that's what if you're if you're like if you're next level bezos what you do is you go into your book warehouse for your website where you used to just sell books yeah and you spray them all with the most horrible chemical horrible chemical stink which i'm sure you have on access because you're amazon yeah yeah so you just you actually just give that in little vials yeah well yeah. you store it right next to your like sample of influenza and smallpox yeah. you got true, your true, horrible true, 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 true. chemical stink so you replicate mm-hmm. that you spray it over all the 
books, suddenly people don't buy books anymore. Candle stocks going through the roof. Through the roof. That's the play. Yeah. And and then you tell and, everybody that Nook has 5G. <laughs> yeah. Who does Nook? Bar- I don't know. Barnes, Barnes and Noble. Noble. Yeah. Is it even still around or is it dead already? I don't God even know. I thought, I thought Nook was an Animal Crossing character. Uh, it is. Yeah. So. So we have a song. Yeah, we got a new bit. Are you excited? I'm fucking pumped. I got a new recurring segment. It's a segment to celebrate where we all are now. Um, Because you know what kind of places are a bit hard to go to these days? Frozen yogurt places. What? This is my new recurring segment. So wake me up before you fro yo. (laughs) Can you clap for me? Yeah. Just clap to the beat. Yeah. Can you give me like a 5-4 at like 120 E major? If we land at a G, it's fine. Okay. So wake me up before you fro yo. Cold stone is such a no no. Yeah, wake me up before you fro yo. Waffle cones are a fucking bogo. No, <laughs> don't you load up on toppings. That's how they get you real bad. It's where I go after my shopping or when I'm feeling real sad. So wake me up. Before you fro yo, Baskin Robbins can't eat my asshole. Yeah, wake me up <laughs> before you fro yo, before they all die like the dodo. Woo! Woo! It's a real fucking bop, huh? A real fucking bop. That's an original. Be in my head for a while. An original tune by me. Oh, I love. I love it. I genuinely don't know what band does that song. Oh, babe. Like the Go Go's or Cuckoo Dolls. Uh, we got uh reviews from Menchies. Reviews for Minchies. Have you ever been inside a Minchies or seen a Minchies inside? Yeah. I've eaten at a Minchies. Do you have... Okay, because I, I had never seen the interior of a Minchies before. We have a lot around us, apparently. Um, I had never seen the interior before, and it is the the textbook definition of garish. Yeah, it's I'm, all like pink and lime green and pink, orange. It's hot pink and lime green, mm-hmm. and it's... Like a candy hellscape. My uh, my Zanga blog when I was in middle school was hot pink and lime green. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, those are like good colors that I like using, but they are the the interior is so awash in them. Yeah, it's vomitous. It's really rough. Like, stop what you're doing and Google it. It's bad. Um, we're gonna start with a Menchie's location in Lake Oswego. Ooh, this is uh sub. So we're gonna focus on suburbs of Portland. Nice. Wake, wake me up before you fro yo is a is a suburb segment. Oh, I love that. There was a Minchies in Knoxville that had a partnership with us, uh, the school there, with one of the special ed classrooms. No, and so they actually they did a lot of job experience there. I knew oh. a lot of some students that worked there. It was really cool, actually. Okay, just to, okay. just to throw that. Sometimes there, I don't know if that was like a corporate thing or a franchise thing, but it was real cool. Cool. Good, good to know. Yeah. I guess we'll go ahead and go about the business of tearing them down now. Yeah, yeah. let's tear them apart the, now. The grim work of... Yeah, okay. let's do the grim work of just sure. ripping them to little um, bitty shreds. Five stars from Danielle B. This was my first time at Menchie's, and it's my new favorite spot. <laughs> I was so shocked to see three or four dairy-free options. Ooh. It's usually a struggle to find one, and when I do, it's always a sorbet fruit option, but they had even creamy-based options made from almond milk. They had awesome toppings to choose from, and it was super clean. And the boys running the shop this evening were very helpful. Great personalities that made me play rock, paper, scissors to get a waffle cone. What? No, no. I lost, and then he showed me that I could just open the casing and grab it myself. Ha, ha, ha. I love that humor. Oh, no. I, oh, no. That sounds affronting. 
It's tinged with weirdness. Oh, gosh. The other boy was cleaning and chatting with guests, and I just loved how personable they were. The sample cups are available to grab without having to ask and be limited either. Plus, on Fridays, you get to fill your cup for $6 from 8 to 10 p.m. Screw happy hour. I'll choose Froyo over tequila any Friday night. This is an alien person. <laughs> may- I think this is an alien person. So what we're going to find, and what I found, much to my delight, obviously, is that uh, Menchie's, or frozen yogurt more generally, but at least Menchie's, their reviews are out of control weird. Wow! <laughs> That's so exciting. Because it turns out, their clientele is Karen. Okay, You know, yeah. it's, a Karen, yeah. it's a Karen zoo in there. Wow. Um, and you really just get to, like poke and prod and observe and see yeah. what's what's going Just on in that soccer mom brain yeah. you know and it's um it's weird we got a five-star review this one's on google it's from leah menchie's has the best tasting frozen yogurt and most extensive selection of toppings i've ever seen peach wave is nothing compared to this place Staff is so friendly and accommodating. The owner is the kindest, most generous soul I've ever met in my life. The store is clean, cool, and very family-friendly. A definite pillar in our Lake Oswego community. You will not regret visiting Menchie's. Wow. Unhinged. Um, I would say. What is deeply it, unhinged. What, what is, is it a say? What I, a Peach Wave, I think, is another chain. Okay. Another chain yogurt place. Sounds like a vibrator. It, it should be. Um, the Peach Wave 3000. It should be a vibrator. I don't... Rock, that doesn't, rock your body, rock your yeah, body. I, I'm, yeah, so uh, what does it mean and what does it say? And can we break down the concept of having a Menchies be the pillar of your upper middle class community? Uh, nothing says no, no like Froyo. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe they'll change I the just, side out with that. I just think when you start... A pillar, a pillar pillar of our community when your citizens start saying that the menchies is the pillar of your community maybe it's time to like and i'm not saying aggressively or from the outside i'm saying that from the inside perhaps they could all come to the consensus that it's time to just bulldoze tear it all down get your money back you know cut your losses i think maybe it's just time to like check in with your local library maybe yeah but i think more just move the community oh okay just it's time that, to start that fresh done okay clean time to, slate let's clean turn, slate let's We're turn like as we go into a forest park okay We'll bring in some birds and some foxes we'll, and some we'll bring squirrels. Them in. We'll just get them someplace else. We'll bring we'll them here. We'll build a food chain. Okay. We'll let that just be a nice nature area. And we'll then they, we leave the Menchies employees. They can all move to Utah or whatever. Okay. We'll leave the Menchies employees in okay. the woods, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why, we'll, we'll but sure. We'll bring foxes and birds to them. We have reviews for a Menchies in Hillsboro. Oh, boy. Okay. This is further out. Yeah, but yeah. Still Suburby. It's it. Oh, but I would say it's more suburby. It's not like Lake Oswego where it's like Lake Oswego is right up against Portland. And Hillsboro is like normal people live there. Rich people live there. Normal people live there. It's just like a suburb. Yeah, kind of its own town. Yeah. Five stars from Yelper S. This is on Yelp. In case you could. Whoa. In case you couldn't tell. Fuck me. Okay. Sorry for the profanity. Five stars. Wowness on every level. Oh, gosh, this is a pillar of their community. The attention to detail from the moment you see the brightly colorful sign outside to when you walk in, creating an excellent flow is perfection and designed to catch the consumer's attention and create a happy vibe. Wow. When 
Wow. <laughs> when you walk in, you will pass the cake display that showcases the adorable cakes available for purchase. Then you will pass the half circular counter where you will be greeted by such professional and friendly, clean looking workers. And then you shall cross the maw of hell and face three deadly riddles, which isn't in the review. I had never been there before and happened to go for my first visit on my birthday because of a fantastic birthday program they have for the reward members, which is free to join. It took only two minutes to register myself with the help of the adorable and nice worker who wished me a happy birthday and even gave me a balloon. Okay. She took the time to explain how the process of serving yourself works and being that I'm lactose intolerant, explained which flavors and toppings were safe for me. I ordered the honeydew melon and pineapple combination that took me to some tropical island with a cool breeze and total bliss upon my sample bite of it. Okay. <laughs> I like how you're approaching this person with so much delicacy. I'm so really holding a chair up to a lion like, at this point. Okay, let's everybody take a breath. I think it's going to okay. be okay. I think we're going to be all right. They provide sample cups to taste which flavors you enjoy best. They have several small round tables to sit while enjoying your frozen treats. And the vibe was great. I had the pleasure of meeting the owner whose name I forgot but was a pleasure to chat with while I sat outside enjoying my complimentary birthday treat for them. We'll definitely recommend this place and be going back. I just, I like, I really, really believe that some Yelpers are are tapped into some kind of network of androids or yeah. robots or extraterrestrials, yeah. but somebody who has never seen a restaurant before. Right. Because there is like some of these, we don't need to, yes, there are tables. <laughs> that's, that's it. There's tables there. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe now, now it would make sense to go on Yelp and say there's tables in this restaurant because it's an unknown. But otherwise, it, you don't need to tell me that there's tables inside of the restaurant. You don't like, need to tell me that the frozen yogurt place has frozen yogurt. <laughs> like you don't, you just need to tell me that it's good or not good. I don't understand. <laughs> but I also love like this person needed a tour. This person needed like to be shown these taps squirt this, this lovely fucking cream. Oh. Into this bowl. Uh oh. I mean, have you really, have you really ever decontextualized for yourself? Because that's what I did during this segment. I decontextualized what it is to be a yogurt stand. Yeah. And the fact that what we do as human beings is really just walk in, we get an empty bowl, we extrude this fucking cold cream, yeah, this goop into yeah. a bowl. We 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 even make sure to like really curl it around and shit to maximize our space. Yeah. Fucking what is wrong with us, huh? Yeah. I also, we get our cream out of a wall. I um it makes me uncomfortable that the employees were described as clean and adorable. Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't weird. like yeah. either of those adjectives. Yeah, it's a total zodiac. Thing. Clean yeah, looking. Sure. Yeah. I just not you good. know not good. A, a like cleanliness of the restaurant, I'm on board. But when you describe the people as clean, yeah. You're like, gonna murder those people probably. Jake, I don't like it. Jake Gyllenhaal's in that movie somewhere. It, yeah, 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 yeah. One star from Valerie M. This is a long one, so strap in or strap on, whatever you gotta do. One star. Menchies. Menchies. This is too small of a town, and with recent track record that I can see in your customer service reviews, you better get your staff in shape if you want to keep your doors open. This place doesn't even deserve a star. Oh. Classic. Oh. Classic. I just moved to this area recently from Eugene, Oregon. I drive in pretty far from the other side of town to check this place out. Okay. <laughs> that was the quest for the day. Go to uh, go to Menchie's. See what the right. Menchie's is like on the other side of I'm town. I'm going to grace the Menchie's with my presence. I hope they are expecting me. Uh, 
It was exactly a week ago today on Sunday, 1207, 2014. Do not need to know that. Do not need to have that information. In early afternoon, at least three hours before closing. No, that's a classic Yelp maneuver. That's the the trick that Yelpers use to help a manager fire somebody. You give an exact time and then they can look at the shift calendar and they find like that's what the Yelpers thinking. I yeah, that makes sense. But I like that you called it a Yelp maneuver. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. However. When I pulled in the parking lot, the neon sign wasn't on, and at first couldn't see anyone in there. So I thought they just decided to close early. Then I started walking towards place and saw a family was inside. When I walked in there, the 18-year-old tall kid with short dark hair was simply planted on his backside on a stool behind the register. I stated to him, quote, did you know your open sign's off? He shrugged his shoulders and said, doesn't matter. The sign on the door says it all. No, thank you. Just an extremely bad attitude <laughs> from boy behind the counter. I then proceeded to check out and no charisma or manners again from, quote, the boy. Not even a please or thank you. I then asked him if the manager was there and he said, quote, he's in the back. At that point, I was so appalled by the excuse of a boy behind the counter that I decided to ask him, quote, did you know that you have an extremely bad attitude oh my goodness gracious parade of karens oh my gosh his reply was quote i'm so sorry what i replied with quote you ought to be oh my gosh oh my gosh stayed for about three more minutes just enough time to take a few bites left out and when i looked behind me over my right shoulder i found that the little ass took heed about the sign because it was on by that time to the owner you might want to take a few pointers pointers from extreme froyo or the sub shop in eugene oregon they have excellent customer service oh and by the way the owners themselves make regular appearances behind the counter and mingle with their customers I grew up in the biz and have worked for many successful businesses in Oregon and the San Francisco Bay Area. (laughs) I just, like, I don't... I am very, very disappointed and offended by this experience. How do we feel? It's the last one for the first half. Ending on a banger. I, I don't want this individual to get hurt. No. But I do want them to trip on the curb and drop their ice cream. You just want them to drop something nice. Like, I just yeah. want them to drop something nice. Yeah. I just want them to misplace their wallet for like four hours. You want, you, you know, know? What, yeah, like while they're at the airport yeah. standing too close to people for no good goddamn for reason. No good you just reason. really want them to drop their little bag of pretzels and have yeah. them get all dusty on the ground. I just, I just want this person to be uncomfortable in a way that they can't complain about because yeah. it's their own fault. Instead of walking into a fucking restaurant and going... Ah, I see. I have decided from the doorway that that person's a lazy son of a bitch. Let me go and tell them what I think about them. Hello, you're a lazy son of a bitch. How do you feel now? Instead of driving all the way across I, town, and may, perhaps I'm reading into it, but I, I sincerely feel like this person made a choice that day to drive all the way across town and have a confrontation. Just felt like having a fucking confrontation today. Didn't even tell us if the Froyo was good or not. If your life is a fucking mess. Yes. Send a smell on the pony distress. The pony distress. Oh, what a mess. Hello, hey. I'm Jess. Um, You are the best. Oh. 
hey, uh, I must confess. If you would like to get in touch with us, we're just going to plug that right here because we've blown through all the wonderful things that you have sent to us. Oh, except we do have one thing. So Light Pony, I'm just going to tell y'all, if you want to get in touch with us, send us a review that you found in the wild, just say hello or send us a picture of your cat. You can do that on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone, and on Twitter at critic everyone. Thank you to listener Jack for sharing the... uh Karen paints. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. The Karen paints. I did see uh, that. Thank you for that. They said, the perfect paint to match with unnecessary reviews of national landmarks. <laughs> so, those are the communications we've got this week. Hey, and a big thanks to everyone else who's been hanging out with us online. Uh, I've been doing I've been doing Curse of Monkey Island lately. It's my favorite game of all time. And then we've been doing stuff. So, uh, that's all on Twitter if you want to check that out. And I think we're ready to just keep going. I think we are. Yeah. Hey, so I, you know what I heard on the down low? What's that? What I heard on the down low is that you like long sentences in minimal dialogue. Uh, yeah. What I heard on the log the, on the down low is what people are way crazy for is just like limited <laughs> dialogue, long sentences, and just absolute bleak dystopia. Yeah. That's what I keep hearing on the Amazon. So let's talk about Cormac McCarthy's The Road. I was earlier when somebody said that there's no quotation marks. I was like, oh, well, I hope you don't read fucking McCarthy. <laughs> I know. Well, because I started to read the reviews that Brittany sent me and I was like, I hope these people haven't read The Road. Yeah. I hope these people have not read Eddie McCarthy. Yeah. I bet. Um, I wonder what the reviews for uh, Blood Meridian are like. I bet it's fucking wild I, out there. I, 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 you know, we might get there someday, but I didn't even. You didn't even bother. I didn't. I was like, oh, gosh. These- I don't, that might almost be like too niche. That might only attract people who like it. I don't know. Which, but I, I didn't look, but I'm, I'm curious as to the, I think the one star reviews on Blood Meridian are going to be like especially pretentious. Gotta be. So I just, I feel like it's going to need its own segment. That's yeah. different than just books with minimal dialogue and long sentences that are about bleak dystopia. Yeah. And that one I've read twice, so I could actually talk about you it. You can talk about that one. I've read The Road twice. I've read The Road once. It's probably my least memorable of his books that I read. I read The Road twice in one summer because I didn't have anything else to do. All the pretty horses, actually. I take that back. All the pretty horses was boring as hell. I've never read that one. Ugh. But PB read The Road. Yeah. One star. The Road. Poorly written. One of the strangest books I've ever read. I read it because my child had to read it for English. I'm surprised the teacher thought this had any value. Okay. It's valueless is po- where we're going to start with Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, point made, baby. The gauntlet is thrown down. No details offered. No I don't details need. To, I don't need to back up this point. Mm-mm. Total tripe. That part where they eat the baby, snore fast. <laughs> like, where are we going with that, do you think? Nowhere. No uh, sex in this one. I mean, yeah, there isn't. There's no, yeah. I My college student was supposed to read it, and I told him to take it to his professor and say, there's no sex in this one. I need a new book. <laughs> so now he's reading The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> Lily had a two-star review. So depressing. Okay, fair. This, this was the most depressing book I ever started. I got halfway through and <laughs> gave it up. I emailed Oprah every book she has recommended. <laughs> this, so this is famously on Oprah's book club. Uh, I will go ahead and throw in there for some fun context that Cormac McCarthy is famously like reclusive, extremely reclusive. And yeah. one of the one of the few interviews he's ever done was with Oprah, and it's an awkward affair. It is strange. It's a strange thing. So bizarre. Such a bizarre individual, Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Like a, 
and eccentric. Um, I emailed Oprah. Every book she has recommended has been so sad. I feel I like to read to be entertained, not left feeling sorry. Entertained is spelled with an I, and it just it really throws me off every time I try to read this sentence. Yeah, say it's how, say it how it's how it's written. I really like to be entertained, not left with a feeling of dread. I'm sure it was brilliant writing, but the story was awful. And let me be clear, I wasn't I wasn't emailing to Oprah to complain. I was just checking in. Yeah, like you do it okay, Oprah, because your book list is pretty dark. Like did you have a did you lose a couple horses this week? Because it's <laughs> it's getting these are sad. These are some these are some sad books. Did you did your did your fifth beamer finally conk out or like how's he, how are you doing out there? The bees get you, Oprah. <laughs> oh, is she is she a bee farmer? Oh no, I just because no. maybe she got eaten by the bees. That the joke because she's got oh the, big the, bees, joke, yeah. the bees, mm, the bees. So maybe the bees got mm, Oprah mm, instead of like mm, Oprah mm. sending bees. Anyway, I I emailed Oprah yeah. and Oprah hasn't gotten back to me yet, but I think that this is going to change things. <laughs> <laughs> We reader has a three star review. Enjoyed the book in spite of how the earth was described. Okay. The book was rather intriguing because of the dynamic between the father and son. I could only guess at the son's age based on what he did, but at any rate, I figure he couldn't have been younger than eight. Based on that, the condition of the world didn't add up. If everything had died due to a cataclysm, seeds would have sprouted again. Mount St. Helen proved that. If, for some reason, sprouting couldn't occur, after a couple of years, there would be no dead grass. There would be only barren dirt, like the Dust Bowl. I thought the author did a good job relying on the despair, horror, and sacrificial love of the father. I just wish he had made the condition of the earth a bit more believable. Okay. I mean... Very specific. It sounds like you're coming from a place of credibility. Very Fuck, specific. I have to reevaluate my feelings on... This is this is a belligerent bibliophobe's first. Yeah. I may have to reevaluate my somewhat 7 out of 10 feelings about the road. I Maybe. And then you have to dock a point. You I don't know. Have, it sounds, may have to dock a road point. Sounds like there's, yeah, so, some scientific inaccuracies in this, uh, in this apocalypse story. <laughs> We've got a one-star review from Mark. All right. W-T-F. Yeah, okay, an appropriate response so far, maybe. I didn't know I could just write like a five-year-old and people would call it artful prose and hand me a Pulitzer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel seriously dumber Mm -hmm. for having read this. Mm -hmm. The whole time I kept thinking that there was some reason for this horrendous writing style and that there would be some awesome revelation at the end to make my suffering worthwhile. Nope. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so if yeah, if you've never read McCarthy, it is a lot of just like run-on sentences. Yeah. McCarthy doesn't believe in punctuation. Not a huge fan of punctuation. Which is what makes him divisive. Yeah. Um I would say The Road if probably and this is probably why it's like the most well known of his books, The Road is like the least of that. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of periods in the road. It's probably the most accessible. Yeah. Um, whereas something like Blood Meridian is it's just paragraphs and paragraphs not of very non- accessible. nonstop writing. Um and it's it's difficult for sure. Uh okay. I mean five year olds harsh, especially in that one book where they eat the baby. That's like a weird <laughs> I just I just keep coming back because it's a very dark, violent novel. Yeah. Uh, I have 
haven't met a lot of five-year-olds that could write the road, but that doesn't you know, mean that one's not out there. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. there's a young, a young genius five-year-old out there who has some bleak visions about the future. Um, so let's just to end, let's get a little less specific. Sure. Kathy has a one-star review. Oh, perfect. Okay. Oprah got this wrong. Mm-hmm. Boring. <laughs> Repetitive. Said the same thing over and over. Don't waste your money on this book. Terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible. I could picture the infographic. Terrible, 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 terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Damn should, it, Oprah. We should have gotten some samples from the road just to illustrate oh. how like <laughs> how floral and not boring it is and yeah. how not five-year-oldy I, it is. Yeah, I, mean, I can pull out. See, I, I don't have an image from the road that's like nice like I do from, like I, I think about the eggs all the time. The, the eggs? The egg in uh, in Handmaid's Tale, the egg. Oh, I think yeah. about that all the time. Here, I'm just typing in the road expert. Oh, I know. I got you. Hang on. Expert. Excerpt. I can speak. Let me read it, though. I have a really good reading voice. Ooh, ooh wait, wait, wait. There's one on Oprah.com. Oh, perfect. Let's see what Oprah pulled out of this book to really entice her viewership. Yeah, I'm curious. Oh, okay. Uh, We'll just, let's see. We'll read this little paragraph, okay? Yeah. With the first light, he rose and left the boy sleeping and walked out to the road and squatted and studied the country to the south, barren, silent, godless. He thought the month was October, but he wasn't sure. He hadn't kept a calendar for years. They were moving south. There'd be no surviving another winter here. Ooh, yeah, a five-year-old. Yeah, a five-year-old, a five-year-old. Fucking five-year-olds, dude. Oh, man. Wait, here, we're going to jump down. He lowered the glasses and pulled down the cotton mask from his face and wiped his nose on the back of his wrists and then glassed the country again. Then he just sat there holding the binoculars, watching the ashen daylight congeal over the land. He knew only that the child was his warrant. He said, if he is not the word of God, God never spoke. Oh, a five-year-old. Five-year-old, Juven- you know, dude. I, juvenile is what I, really juvenile is what I, I hear. I just... No, pre 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 pubescent really really I mean, just a just ba- infantile almost pr- practically wrote that with crayons pra- on a wall you can taste the wax almost mm. like just yeah you know what i'd love to taste froyo some froyo yeah uh we're going to a menchies we're going to a menchies in beaverton oregon okie smoky beaverton uh, is beaverton is the be- suburb it's basically in between lake oswego and yeah. hillsborough so it's where nike is and continues to be where there's a lot more affluent pockets than, yeah, than well, in city proper. Because Nike people live there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They got Nike money. They got Nike money there. They got Intel money over there. Four stars. A lot of software developers. Four stars from Kathy F. Kathy oh, F is a Yelp elite user. <laughs> My grands love this froyo. I like the fact that you can taste as many as you like in these little white envelope type cups before you have to decide what to buy my grand select a different color spoon each time too will it be the neon green or the perfect pink the last time we visited several machines were down either in the process of making or out of that flavor not sure but it really limited the variety and that is no bueno 
No, <laughs> Granny. Granny. No, no. I would recommend a temp sign to be hung in the empty selection so the customer knows why they are down. A fun, colorful one like, be back in a bit, working on a new recipe, etc. Here's the other thing I want to dig down into about decontextualizing the frozen yogurt experience that we all have engaged in as human beings on this planet. Not only are we going and getting our our creamy custard out of a hole in the wall mm-hmm. with a lever, we're mm-hmm. cranking a knee, we're cranking a lever and getting getting sludge in a yeah, cup. In a cup, yeah. That sludge does show up at the establishment in what I have to assume, and you can't take me to court because I'm not sure. What I have to assume is a big plastic bag. I mean, I don't think they're making frozen yogurt on site. I don't, you don't think so? Absolutely not. Hmm. Absolutely not. I think Rita's does. That's not frozen yogurt, or is it? No, it's Italian ice. It's Italian ice. You can make Italian ice on site. You it's can't just, make frozen it's yogurt. It's just little ice crystals with with bad syrup on it. You can't freeze yogurt on site. I don't know. Yogurt, I just, yogurt won't freeze I at a franchise. I suspect that they come in a big plastic pouch mm-hmm. with like a spigot on with it. A spigot, and then you can you collect you, you connect the spigot just, just like yeah, yeah just they, like you do for like a Coke syrup you or know? like a like a like I always imagined it. I guess like one of those on the wall soap dispensers or hand sanitizer dispensers that uh-huh. they have at like hospitals and things where it's like a big pouch, a little pouch, has a, yeah, has a, a spout at the bottom and you connect yeah. the spout with the button, yeah, and so then you lever it out. Multiply yeah. that times twenty, fill it with dairy. Wow, it's what I picture. I have, I don't know, but I just suspect. Wow. I suspect and I and I doubt and I wonder and I, I worry. I want to see pictures of their big creamy slugs. <laughs> Three stars from Martina C. Martina C. is a Yelp elite, Karen. Okay, so these frozen yogurt options are insane. Really nothing they offer is healthy, so be prepared for that. The employees don't even need to be there. If they had some kind of robotic checkout, that would work fine, because they don't interact with you at all. You figure it out, serve yourself, and clean up. With that being the case, you'd think it would cost less to buy a load of sugary treats, but the prices are crazy expensive. I won't be back just because we can hop over to New Seasons or even Blue Star Donuts in Progress Ridge for a nicer dessert option. It just happened to be what my kids asked for that day, and it will be the first and last visit. They devoured what they got, but I couldn't eat more than what I subconsciously licked off the spoon when I was helping my son. The tables outside were sticky, dirty, and covered in ants. That is unfortunate. (laughs) Definitely not a place I would ever want to come back to, and really disappointing. This isn't Jamba Juice, baby. Yeah, like, what I did just you, don't know when what... did we start when did we start showing up at frozen yogurt places and being PO'd that they're unhealthy that they're not healthy options like you don't roll up at a Dairy Queen and say yeah. let's have a kale salad I um but even still frozen yogurt is ostensibly the healthier option than yeah. the Baskin Robbins or the other thing you name checked which was a blue star donuts yeah. which you don't have to be from around here to know is a donut it's shop. a donut shop and i don't think those donuts are more healthy than froyo necessarily yeah uh, it just again like it sounds like you woke up with nothing in your ass and you were just like <laughs> oh i need to put a stick up there today <laughs> oh boy i gotta get a stick up there today you know i just it's a wild notion 
It's a why. Did you not just have like just have a nice time with your children? It doesn't have to be a problem. You could be disappointed <laughs> by the ant covered tables and still have a nice time with your children. Uh, just to draw a mental image, Martina C did include a picture of their child eating the yogurt, mm-hmm. and I can't help but feel like they intentionally took a picture, like the grossest, nastiest picture possible. Yeah, you where got the, an the unflattering kid, angle of your child on where purpose. The kid, That's the rude. kid really looks like a goblin. Yeah, it is rude <laughs> to post an unflattering picture of your flesh and blood on the internet because just you're to make upset. a point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I don't like that. Look at how much this froyo lures in my stupid idiot my kid. My stupid, stupid idiot son. <laughs> Ugh, look at him. Eating it with a spoon. He doesn't even know he could have gone to New Seasons. Yeah, he doesn't even know we could be eating sugar-covered donuts right now. He doesn't even know. Five stars. I'm upset. From Gina A. Mm-hmm. Gina A. Gina A is a Yelp Elite user. <laughs> they. Uh-oh. They. Free waffle weds. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a happy hour after nine on Fridays. Located in the Progress Ridge Plaza thingy, they close in the summer at 11 p.m. Except every day except Friday and Saturday when it goes till midnight, which is very cool because a couple of the other Progress Ridge businesses are also open a little late or have extra summer hours. Wow. My Little Tiger, which is another... Uh, suburb, so I guess there's like some overlap. Yeah. My little tiger is growing up. Sniffle, sniffle, tear wipe. <laughs> some. <laughs> we finally ended the sentence. Uh, someday it will be Scottsdale, Arizona, minus the triple digit days. I hope. Which is a that, weird and weird and uncomfortable thing to say that you I, hope anything is Scottsdale, yeah, Arizona. I have never seen somebody roll up on a suburb and think, "Man, I hope someday this is Scottsdale, Arizona." <laughs> That's also kind of a wild notion. I don't think people get up out of bed thinking that. No. I have been to lots of the nearby yogurt places, but this one has instantly won me over with their constantly changing large variety of flavors and choices. They have low carb. They have no sugar added. They have all kinds of easy symbols to indicate allergens and ingredients. So I don't have to ask again and again regarding regarding things I'm trying to avoid. They separate their nuts from their other toppings and they have a huge variety of toppings from fruit and fresh whipped cream to mini gummy bears and marshmallow goo. Has anybody told Cormac McCarthy that she could have had a a donut? (laughs) So that's all the factual stuff. Here's the gut level reaction. Are you ready? No. Grab the table. Hang on to your asshole. Oh, no. Buttery popcorn yogurt is so damn yummy. I'm going to vomit. This is a strangely good flavor that I am looking forward to returning soon. I hope. Oh, I forgot. You have a little sample cup, so you don't have to commit to a whole bowl of popcorn yogurt if you don't want to. This is a must try, in my opinion. Does it taste like popcorn butter popcorn jelly beans? Because that's not a good flavor. It's not a good flavor. Not a good flavor. I like it, but I'm weird. Yeah. Um, uh, I can eat exactly one butter popcorn jelly bean. <laughs> exactly one. You get one. the sous-saw of the, of the movie theater experience, and then you think, I'm done. I'm all done. Yeah. I don't want more of this. Where's the grape ones? Just give me something. Gross. Just give me something I know. Oh, no. Grape is gross? Okay. I, th- yeah. Strawberry? I don't, I don't like artificially fla- grape-flavored stuff. Okay. Name a jelly bean you like. Most of them. Oh, my God. One star from Anastasia D. Dr. Pepper. Good frozen yogurt. Horrible customer service. Asked for a fully cooked cone, but got the response, quote, 
It's still edible. It won't make you sick. Are you kidding me? Why don't you stop playing slash sitting on the counter and actually do your job? I'm not even asking you to pour slash scoop my frozen yogurt. Never coming back to this location. Wait. And then the issue is that they they, they had a waffle cone that was soft and like not snappable. So they assumed it was like a salmonella paradise. Oh, instead of just stale? Instead of just stale. (laughs) Turns out it was just stale. Turns out I, I feel like they don't they get, they get soft when they get stale, right? I've never set foot in a Menchie's. Uh-huh. I will never set foot in a Menchie's, probably if my life goes according to plan, which <laughs> which so far is a bold a hope. Bold hope. Uh, fucking. So I don't know. Maybe they make waffle cones on site, but I really fucking doubt it. I would bet my bottom dollar those things come in a big plastic sleeve. <laughs> 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 so truly what you get is what you get. So don't get upset. <laughs> I've got one more. It's a long one. I'm going to uh, hold on to the table some yeah. more. That helped me last time. And let's be clear. I've got some other good ones, but this next one is a long one. So I'm going to leave it at that and then we'll go. Okay. It's a two-star review from from Yelp. Is Yelp, it- Yelp user John Michael N. Okay, John Michael. Let's go. Two stars. So. Uh-oh. I hate giving Menchie's a bad review because... Let me put my best John Michael voice on. So, I hate giving Menchie's a bad review because, with the exception of tonight, I've always had a pleasant and enjoyable experience. What did they do to you, John Michael? Tonight, however, was some of the worst display of customer service I have ever seen. Customer service in quotation marks, baby. So my buddy and I arrive at 9.54 p.m. to get some frozen yogurt before the shop closes. Yes, they were right before closing, but it's self-serve frozen yogurt, and we were taking it to go. As we walk in, I see one of the employees take a few of the serving spoons from the toppings area, but I really didn't think anything of it. And this is where we really question whether humanity is going to cut the fucking mustard or not. Fast forward to getting to the topping station. Spoons! Where are the spoons for the toppings? They had already taken all of them. Mind you, it's not as if no other clients were in there when my buddy and I went in. There were six other clients that were getting yogurt, and they too were wondering who stole the spoons. Everyone is just kind of waiting there, trying to figure out what to do. We weren't going to start taking things by hand, parentheses, although one client suggested that. Um, ew. And we can't use the spoons at the register for more than one topping due to cross-contamination issues. So, we all ask, where the heck are the spoons? Sarah, one of the two employees, flatly answers that they were already taken back to be washed. Um, you have a store full of people. Why the hell did you take away the spoons to the toppings? The toppings are 50% of what makes Menchie's awesome. And it's 50% of what you pay, which is fun. Mm-hmm. No apologies, no sympathies, just a snippy employee who clearly knows nothing about customer service, nor does it appear that she enjoys her job. I then loudly say, quote, I smell a bad Yelp review. Oh, my God. to which the universe all muttered oh fuck oh fucking hell to which all the other clients snicker and laugh 
Sarah shoots me the death glare. Parentheses. Professional, Sarah. Really professional. Whatever. I'll take my frozen yogurt, get some of the chilled toppings, which still had their spoons. <laughs> so not all the spoons were taken. Uh, uh, caught you in a lie, John Michael. Caught you in a lie, caught John Michael. Caught you red-handed, you son of a bitch. And call it a night. Moving forward, she's giving attitude to everyone at the register. She's clearly a top contender for a, quote, worst customer service award. She gets to me being all huffy and puffy, and after charging my card, says, quote, next. At this point, I'm done with it, and fire back in a fairly rude tone, parentheses, I regret nothing, quote, can I get a lid? More huffing and puffing as she is required to do her job. Seriously, I will be going back because I enjoy Menchie's. <laughs> but this was seriously some of the worst customer service I have ever experienced anywhere. I get that you, an unnamed employee, Princess, she wasn't wearing a name badge to note she wasn't terribly bad, but she didn't do much to rein in her clearly horrible co-worker, want to get out of work as quickly as possible. However, when you work in place where your paycheck comes entirely from the clients you interact with directly, I'd suggest taking a few customer service classes and try at it again, because you're seriously terrible. Okay. Oh, and on top of it, I realized when I got home, she didn't get my smileage info. <laughs> okay. All right. Pay Sarah $15 an hour. Set John Michael on fire. That's where that's where I'm at. That's your that's, that's your policy my, agenda. That's my policy agenda. I'm gonna pay Sarah fifteen dollars an okay. hour because Sarah has to work at a Minchies, <laughs> and we're gonna just we're just gonna set John Michael's boots on fire. Not all of John Michael, just his boots. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm sure I'm sure that Sarah was rude. You know what? I have no doubt that Sarah was rude and that you felt marginalized. <laughs> I, but good. Good goddamn. Like, can we just just not roll up on a business four minutes before closing and piss on everything? Like, could we just could yeah. we think about not? Just maybe not. You know, it turns out fucking was it was your was your crumbled Oreo worth it, John Michael? Because that was the stakes. The stakes wasn't fucking ending world hunger or fucking you're paying the last payment on your mortgage and it celebrating with a beer. Yeah, it was your it was fucking Reese's, Reese's pieces, and so which are probably the chilled ones anyway. So you still got to have those. Yeah. Question being, was it worth it? Yeah, was it worth it? Was it worth it to stand on the ash heap of what was once good and piss on it? Oof. Probably not. Kind of a bleak way to end. Well, you did the road. I, I, d I did do the road. I did the road. You decided to do the road. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. Anna bleak Padilla, episode. A bleak episode. Man, you know, it's raining in Portland. Everyone is surprised. Maybe it's just a bleak day. And that's so the image we're going to send you home on is not from the road or from The Handmaid's Tale, two great novels. The image we're going to send you home on is the image of about six to eight human beings all standing around a toppings bar wondering where the spoons are and shooting jokes at each other. Yeah. While also no one deciding at any point, you know what? I don't know. I'm good anyway i'm good i don't need these or, gummy bears today i can actually just take this and fuck off or you know what i really just wanted those crunched up oreos so i'm just gonna get those crunched up oreos in my spoon and i'm gonna leave you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna pry the little container out of the bar because it definitely comes out i'm just gonna shake a little bit onto my yogurt yeah because i have both the ability to think slightly outside of the box and basic mechanical skill skills with my own human body yeah. that's what i'm gonna do 
And y'all can just stand around and fucking act like aliens, I guess. But I'm going to get the fuck out of here, go home, watch a little porn, eat my frozen yogurt. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic. Thank you so, so much. Really and truly. Um, uh if you'd like to get in touch with us, if you'd like to share with us a review you got in the wild, uh, we are reachable on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone, and on Twitter at critic everyone. We would like to thank Ollie for our beautiful artwork. You can get your own artwork commissioned for whatever the hell you want. Probably. I don't want to speak for Ollie too much, I guess. But beastcoastarts.com is where you go. Beast coastarts at gmail sorry beastcoastarts at gmail.com is email, where you go for email that, that email address yeah. yeah um i would like to thank guillaume tucker for bebop molecule which is our little ad break music jazar for green lights which is the song you're about to hear and as always steve combs for drag chain which is our fucking bop of an intro we would like to thank x-ray fm for having us on the network you can check out more of their shows at xraypod.com if you are a person who's comfortable writing a review, it would be lovely if you would write us a review on your favorite pod catcher. Um, and if you are not comfortable writing a review, it'd be lovely if you would tell a friend. That's the biggest thing. So if you're new to the show and you're enjoying it and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I found this thing. It actually worked out pretty good and I'm binging it and I'm liking it. Hey, tell a friend because that's how we're going to grow. Ads are expensive. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. 